So we are joined by uh, Taste, uh, uh, one of the co-founders of Peak Performance, uh, Ati Mayinje. Ati, welcome to the bench, Benchwoman. Uh, hi, Gogzi. Thank you for having me. Cool. Uh, Taste, obviously you're affectionately known as Taste. Uh, for, the, for those who don't know who you are, do you mind sharing a bit about yourself? Um, yeah, my name is Ati, nicknamed Taste, born in Port Elizabeth. Um, yeah, I'm an athlete, so I play rugby. Mm. For the elephants, yeah, grew up here, went to Grey High. Yeah, basically now I'm, I'm a coach. I've coached at Pearson. I've coached at, at Grey, uh, World Rugby Level 1. Mm. Um, yeah, I coached at Provincial. was part of a provincial setup as well on the management side. And yeah, I was fortunate to play in provincial teams in, in the Eastern Province region from under 12 right through and then went on to represent NMU and have been playing in the senior team um, yeah, from 2016 till, till now. 100%. Tess, you, uh, we've mentioned the peak performance program early on and that's the, the whole idea or the whole topic of, of today's show. What made you um, bring this uh, program to life? Well, I think I was just realizing that there's a, there's a big gap that needs to be bridged between you know, school an amateur rugby to mm. to pro rugby so it's basically we want to basically bridge that gap and give the child the best possible um i'm gonna say the best possible chance to make their dream a reality you know yeah. so a doctor in order to be a doctor you have to go through eight years of school you know and, and that that gives you a lucrative salary that that pays you well um but in, in order to be a sportsman you know, what's what's the criterion there? You know, how, how hard do you have to work there? And that's where we come in. That's where we bridge the gap and, and making them understanding that, you know, there is a price to be paid um, to be a professional sportsman. Because, I mean, must be nice being a doctor, but I'm sure it's nicer being being Sia Kodisi or, or Cohen Bosch, you know. So it's just understanding that, you know, with, with anything, with any big dream, with any aspiration, there, there comes a price. And we basically want to bring a process to that. 
So we basically wanna 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 give the kids saying, okay, cool, um, you wanna be this. Here's a process that you can follow. You know, so that's basically why we started it, and and yeah. Tess, do you do you t- uh, solely focus on on rugby specific um, skill work, or what do you uh, what do you, what does the program offer? So it's it's at the moment it's just rugby, um, but obviously we're looking to grow into all sports because um, the program offers gym facilities, the program offers visual training, so handout coordination, and all of these facilities are at the NMU High Performance Center, which is probably, yeah, the only high performance center in the province. Mm. And we're the only people that can offer visual training and such facilities in the province. So that's basically what we offer. And we want to open that up to most sports um, as things grow. But at the moment, we're focusing on rugby with that visual training um, gym, so strength and conditioning, and then rugby-specific training. So rugby-specific gogs means it's not going to be five guys. You know, it's not going to be a team of 50. It's, it's one or two players, yeah. and you're really getting down to the minuscule um, skill of or detail of the game. Mm. So, like, one session would be offloads. You know, a lot of people would think offload just happens – you know, um, just off the, the spur of the moment. But there's a process behind that. You know, it's you dominating contact. It's you getting your hands free. It's you looking where you pass. It's you cupping the ball instead of throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So it's those are little things that we, 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 we bring to the players. And just those things are the things that will make them stand out um, when it's time for them to play in the, in the, in the festivals and, and, you know, sort of tournaments. Yeah, 100%. And uh, Tess, I must actually mention for the listeners out there that the HBC, um, NMU, um, HBC is actually uh, well known um, in, in nationally. I mean, they do offer um, Olympic athletes um, high performance programs as well. So obviously that's going to be good for, for players yeah. as well. Yeah, 100%. So Tess, uh, many schools and academies offer high performance programs. As a potential client, how will you persuade me to swing your way? Uh, what makes your program the better option Um Instead of me sending my kid to 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 a high performance program at school or or an, an, another academy. Only one that offer um, visual training, and that's that basically sets us apart there. But we also have data analysis. So if Godzi wants to come in, we're gonna sit you down. We're gonna run you through the protocols. And then we're going to get started with the testing. That's the first thing we do. So with the testing, we find out where, where your weaknesses and where your strengths are. We get that onto a graph for you in a piece of paper. You know, a lot of people do testing, but you don't even get those results back. You don't even know more or less. It's just for them. You know, whereas in our case, it's, it's actually for you. So we, we get those, that data down. We know your strengths. We know your weaknesses. We know how flexible you are. You know, we, we know your height, your weight, and where more or less you want to go. But that, and then again, we put that into a graph and then we compare that with the age group that you're going to be playing in. So if you are under 18, we're going to be comparing you with the SA school norms, mm. you know? So you'll basically be constantly be, be, how can I say, knowing where you should be, you know, knowing where your target is, knowing what your targets are, you know? So on the bats, we give you that data analysis. We give you that spreadsheet um, for you and your parents to look at. And the big, the blue chip here is that 
at school, as I said, it's going to be what, 15, 45, you know, it's a high performance program, but there's 45 people in the gym, there's 45 people on the field. You know, how can you, how are you going to separate yourself? How are you going to close the gap from that guy in the, in the first team when you're playing second team, but you guys are doing the same program, you know, um, as an athlete, you know, I mean, you gym in the morning and you gym in, in the evening because you know that, you know, you, you have to put in extra, you do an extra skills training, you know, because you know, you have to put in extra, you'll, you'll go run a, some stairs or some dunes on your own because, you know, you know, you're trying to close the gap from where you are to where they are you know and the only way for you to close that gap is to do extra so with the school's high performance it's more of a mass program and and here what we offer is more of a individual to mentorship program 100 test i believe you're not alone in the program who else is involved in the program and what what input or roles do they play in the running of the program okay so there's there's timber um he's obviously also well decorated amongst the the, the circles here in Port Elizabeth yeah, with regards just, to his yeah, rugby. So, sorry, Tej, just mention the surnames as well, so just be more specific. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Timber Boltina, yeah. uh, he's the current NMU hook and our vice captain. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's, he pretty, he's pretty much clued up in, in regards to his rugby. He's got his world rugby levels, his box smarts. He's been coaching at, at high school since 20, 2018 guys that will be helping out with the skill so he is part of the skill um, side of things so the on-field stuff and then myself as well I'm part of the on-field stuff so more backline more you know uh, details timbers more forwards more running lines um, you see so and then there's Louvo who's basically our operationals guy making sure that you know the kids um, know what they have to basically what we need from their side forms um, finances, you know, invoices. So Luvo's running more the business side of things as he has experience um, as he runs or he has multiple businesses which he's involved in. So his expertise are, are crucial there. And also he's, he's also a, a provincial um, and varsity cup or former varsity cup player as well. So mm. his expertise would be used in, a, in the number nine position. Um, with regards to us designing a program for that specific kid, etc. Hundred percent taste. Um, and what about the technicalities of of the of the of the? Let's say, for example, like the the, the screening or or the, the testing of the players. Does the HBC um take charge of that, or do you guys run the the whole um the whole program? As we know that the the, the program will be based in at the HBC in NMU. No, it's a partnership with Peak Performance and the High Performance Center. So the HBC takes care of basically all the, the data. So they'll take care of the testing for us. They'll take care of the visual training for us because those guys, they study for that. They're the sports scientists in that, you know, so our field of expertise is basically the on-field stuff, you know, and then we've got a strength and conditioning guy coming in as well. So um, we've got literally um, it's, 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 it's a proper team. We've got yeah. sports scientists working with the kids with regards to their expertise. So you won't find me taking a skin full of gogs because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to do with it. But you've got sports scientists that would be that would be working with the kids, taking all that data, processing it, and giving it back to them in a spreadsheet form in which they can be able to read and understand. No, 100% test. I mean, for me, it sounds like a very, like, uh, elite uh, high-performance program. 
I'm actually looking forward to it. I might be actually be coming later this week to uh, to PE. So if I can be, invite myself to the to the to the performance center, <laughs> that's chilled. But anyway, test uh, for all those who want to join, how can they go about in joining the program? So in joining the program, basically you can contact myself. You can contact Peak Performance on, on Instagram. Mm. Um, we're about to launch a, a Facebook page and we're going to launch in the process of launching a, a website as well. That's going to make things much easier. Um, but if you go to Peak Performance PTY on Instagram or at Taste My Yinji, um, 11 and on Instagram, um, Temba Boltina as well on Instagram and Nuvo Clausen on Instagram. So if you can, if you can contact any one of us, and even as you can go as far as contacting the HPC um, and, and basically inquiring about the peak performance uh, program. And then, yeah, so with that said, we offer, we do offer a few packages. Uh, so we offer a monthly package and we offer a session package. Okay, cool. Uh, Taste, uh, lastly, we, we are quite a motivational type. Do you perhaps have a message for, a message for all the young athletes aspiring to become professional athletes? Oh, I think my my favorite one is a pretty simple one um, from from Floyd Mayweather. Um, as you know, I, I watch a lot of videos. I watch a lot of film. Yeah. You know, I, I love watching and studying the greats. And I think Floyd sums it up the best. You know, to be the best, you got to work overtime. To be the best, you got to work overtime. So um, it's it's really that simple. You know, it's really that. I don't have to overcomplicate it. Yeah. So to be the best, Gogs. You gotta go overtime. 100%. And you guys can obviously offer offer that for the kids as well, or for any potential professional athletes out there. Uh, Tay, so thanks for joining us on uh, bro on the bench warmer. Uh, we trust you will do uh, great things with the high performance program. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Gox. I appreciate it, and keep up the good work, brother. 100%. Thanks, Tay. Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razmatas Mbawizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiba's radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiba's radio, opening up the waves for you to be heard. So we are joined by two new members of the Madiba's rugby side, uh, Center Eye Olifant and the Flav Tiana Skitter. Welcome, James, to the bench warmer. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having cool. us. Uh, guys, before we proceed, do you mind sharing a bit about yourselves? Uh, where, you, where are we from? Uh, what you're studying, etc. I mean, uh, we can start with Aya and then uh, Tian. Well, I'm originally from PE. Uh, I went to Grey High School, matriculated in 2016, and then I took my talents to Bloomfontein. I played for the rugby there. I played for the Cheetahs, and then also played for the Shrimlers as well. And yeah, I'm back to the side now. Tian? Awesome. Um, I'm Tian Skutter. I'm from Bloomfontein originally. I uh, went to school, Jamfushia High School there in Bloom, and then uh, did the, in, at Kofsis. And I played free state as well, played Shimlas for yeah, a couple of years, and now I'm a postgrad at Madibas in PE. No, 100%, uh, gentlemen. It's nice to see a lot of guys come back with you, Aya, and then Tia, uh, Tian with the transfer back to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to, um, to PE. You guys um, obviously joined, obviously joined uh, this year. Uh, while well, I, uh, since last year, as you had to sit out a year as a transfer student, how's the environment been thus far for both of you? Uh, Tian, we'll start with you. Now, I've been enjoying so much. I had a really great spirit among the boys and the coaching staff. And uh, yeah, it's really fun, actually. Obviously, the results aren't going our wayless at mm. this stage. But it's so fun to play with the boys and making new friends. And 
I think despite all, despite the loss of today, the guys are spirits still high. Um, so yeah, it's really fun to play in this environment, and yeah, really enjoying it for myself as well. Oh yeah, how's it been so far? I mean, obviously it's the second year basically in the PE. Yeah, no, I feel like uh, coming back home, the boys welcomed me well because obviously I knew a lot of them, so mm. it wasn't home, so it was it was very welcoming. I'm sure Tian saw as well. Guys are very friendly this side, so we're feeling well, and it's a good environment. You know, the vibes good, and mm. that, uh, and hopefully we can we can make that happen soon. Hundred percent. yeah, you were considered as one of the uh, one of the players to look out for for this year's Varsity Cup, not only by your peers but by Varsity Cup too. What role would you be looking to play in this side, in the in, in the side as an experienced player? Look, uh, I think I've got to bring my leadership skills, especially after a game like today. This is when the team's got to look look towards me. Guys like me, Tian has also played a lot of Boston yeah. Cup. Tapula, we need to step up because um, obviously a lot of we have a lot of debutants this year. Uh, guys are new to the Boston Cup, so this is where I need to bring my skills mm-hmm. and and. I'm actually one of the top players to watch out for. 100%. Tian, uh, coming from Shimla, so let me say University of Free State, what would you say makes NMU rugby uh, unique? Something you haven't experienced at Shimla's? I must say, the vibe amongst the boys is so great here. Uh, you know, there's really a... And I appreciate that. Now, for moving from a rival university to come here, the guys really received us, received me with open arms. And I'm really just... The new structures, the way of doing things, the different play styles of the different players. Uh, that's really fun to experience and it helped me to grow as well. You know, learning new stuff from the coaches and you know, just experiencing PE, that itself is also a great uh, experience. No, liquor, man. Um, I, uh, you guys have played uh, two games. Obviously, we mentioned this previously, losing both games. Um, talk us through exactly what you guys will be looking to improve ahead of your guys' clash against the UWC on Sunday. Uh, first of all, I think we will look to improve on our set piece. I feel like our set piece has let us down a bit, but obviously mm-hmm. it's not where I think we can't work on. Definitely can work on it. Yeah. But one thing I love, you can tell that the boys are, are fighting hard. You know, the dog is still in the boys and mm-hmm. the heads on. You know, we've got another job to do on Sunday. And at the moment we're sitting with one point, but if we can rack up a few points on Sunday, I mean, that'll be good for us mm-hmm. going into the second box. Yeah, 100%. But, um, I did. You guys obviously have a, had a good start, um, then it seemed to fade away in the later part of the game. Do you think altitude that does did play a part in both of, both the games? Yes, that is one thing that we did speak about as well. Um, look, we only had I think eight weeks of preparation. Yeah. Eight weeks of preparation. We only had two warm up games as well. That could be mm. another factor as well. Can't really match fit. Mm. So, but it is something that's gonna eventually kick in because you can tell the boys boys can play. The boys can play, but it's just. It's a matter of lasting the whole 80 minutes, and that's something that we need to work on. But hopefully, as time goes by, the boys will look better. 100%. Tian, as a general at 10, you guys showed a few moments of brilliance with uh, some decent tries. What would, what would be the team's strong point? In, and uh, any areas in the UWC d- uh, defense would you guys be looking to ex- exploit at the Sunday? I think if we can look after the ball better, you know, I think we are very dangerous when we can sh- shift the ball out wide and have mm. our hard runners like. Those guys run at the ball. Um, so I think there's patience on the ball, right? Um, I think we're over eager, but some of the youngsters, when they make something great, they want to finish it immediately. You know, just that patience, put up another phase, the ball rolling, build up the phases, build the innings, so to say. And um, yeah, so I think that um, for UW, they're a dangerous team. So we'll have to be aware. Kicking game is going to be have to be on point. 
Uh, otherwise, they're going to punish us from the back. And but yeah, I think force we have to, of course, I will have to be physical on Sunday because I think that's definitely somewhere we can dominate them. And mm. yeah, I think the flair good enough to compete with any back on yet was cup probably. Jeez, how good is this? It's on point, eh? It's on point. Is you see the enemy is coming out of him now, the English. I've been for too long. Tian, have you have you been learning a Kosa there in 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 PE or let me say GQ? My roommate Harry, we room at Cape Recife, and he tries to teach me a bit of Kosa, but yeah, it's difficult. I'm English, so I'll take Kosa on the next step. You know, when I've mastered the skill of speaking English, so then I'll definitely learn a bit of Kosa while I'm here, definitely. 100%. Then you, Aya, did you, there, Pashimlas, did you learn a bit of uh, Afrikaans there? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Lace it, my, my, my Afrikaans is tough. James, lastly, do you guys have a message of support uh, to all your supporters as you guys prepare, or let, let me say a message of, of, of motivation? To all your supporters, as you guys prepare for your next game against uh, UWC on on Sunday, uh, let's start with you, Aya. I think I think the supporters. First of all, I want to say thank you to the supporters because we know a lot of them are supporting us, and even during the tough times, you know, we get messages saying, "Just keep your head up, guys. It's going to get better," and and we we appreciate that, and we just want to say from our side, um, just have keep having faith in us. Mm. You know, the the will turn and the ball will bounce in our favor, and. It's just a matter of time. Things are going to open up and things are going to get better. Because we know, obviously, the Bossy Cup uh, relegation is it's, it's over a period of, of two years yes. now. So we can't be letting the university down and we definitely won't let them down. They just need to keep having the faith in us. I understand. Do you, Tia? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, I agree with I We feel the support from back home and everything. And, you know, obviously, we want to play for the university and the people supporting us. So we also we feel bad when we take a loss like today. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, just supporting us you know we really feel it and when times get stuff it's stuff like that reminds us what why we are here and yeah we really appreciate the support and yeah just keep on cheering us on 100 so jen so thanks so much for joining us on the bench woman uh, good luck uh, this sunday against uwc thank Cheers, you know there are times where before you say something you gotta think hard and deep because there's a greater possibility it is a reflection of either the psyche, the mentality, the character in the person, or it reflects a bit of background. And for fear of exposing where you come from, you think twice and consider perspective. In your face. In the, in the olden days when Jesus Christ went on through his lessons, he was never specific in his references. He would always use symbols. Because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified, none of us gets consumed. If I were to refer to somebody who would I would put it like that because I am. But if I were not, then I would put it in a way that has respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't... Thank you, Ken. Thanks, uh, Hi, Mark. Uh, commiserations. Um, obviously, very disappointing to lose the series, but with six of your uh, first 11 missing today, 
uh, you must take some positives out of the fact that you you competed with Pakistan all the way up. It's basically just two overs that have um, been the difference. Yeah, I can. Um, that's a tough one because I mean we want to start winning series, especially at home. Um, we we knew quite some time ago that um, you know the IPL guys were, were going to be leaving. Um, uh, unfortunately, also you know Rusty Rusty getting injured was was another blow for us as well. Um, yeah, it, it's nice to to give opportunities to to a couple of the, the guys coming in, and a couple of them did really well. So those are definitely the positives that, that the guys have, that have come in and, and replaced the guys. That, you know, a lot of them had very good games, um, and, but unfortunately, you know, this is not about individuals; it's about a team, um, and and we've we've lost a series. Um, against Pakistan at, at home, so yeah, very disappointed. It is. Well, I guess things are, are not really going your guys' way with these injuries. Um, I heard you chatting on, on TV about Timber saying that uh, it's probably not looking too good. Could you just give us an update on Rassi, <clears throat> sorry, and on Timber and just uh, obviously you don't know any, everything about Timber right now, but what's it looking like for the next couple of matches? Um, not good. Rassi, Rassi's got between a grade one and grade two uh, quad strain, which means that he's probably out for, for 10 days, which was from yesterday. Um, so it, it doesn't look, I mean, I'd, I'd be stupid to try and push him to, to play in, in these T20 games. He's, he's still staying in the squad and hoping that he can have a quick turnaround. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't look likely that he's going to be able to get in the park. Uh, Timber, you know, Timber's quite a tough guy as well, so when, when you see him hobbling around and it's only got worse to change him, the way he's walking, um, I, I seem to think that uh, you know, he might have done something fairly, fairly bad, um, and he seems to be in quite a bit of pain as well, so uh, it doesn't look good, unfortunately, um, which, which doesn't put us in a good position uh, from the start of the series, but um, these are the cards that we've been dealt with, so we're going to have to find a way. Hi, hi, Mark. Sorry, I'm not sure if you can hear me. Um, but yeah, but my question is uh, just about the guys that came in for the missing uh, IPL quintet: uh, Cal Verena, Yanaman Malan, um, and a few guys there in the Pavlon. Uh, who who do you think uh, put up their hands for future participation in this game? Well, I think they've they've always been there. Um, you know, in order to get these guys in, uh, we've got to remove someone from from the team. So the guys that have been removed are the guys who own those places. Um, it's just nice to see that our depth pool is, is is getting to where we wanted to get to. Um, that if we do have some injuries uh, or guys are maybe out of form, we have got backup players that, that can really come in and stamp their mark on, on international cricket. So, you know, Kyle, Kyle did really well, Yanaman did really well today. Even a guy like Kesh come, comes in, um, he had a fantastic game as well. So these guys, uh, they are there. Um, we have to keep working hard um, at their games so that when they do get opportunities, when, when maybe there are injuries around and, and scenarios like this, um, that they do step up, to, step up to the plate in international cricket. So I'm very happy for those guys, those individuals. Uh, who came through tonight? So it was uh, very pleasing to see from our side. Hello, Mark. This is Mazamil from Pakistan. 
hard luck for you guys. Uh, looked like uh, the departure of your players for IPL somewhere affected the game, your rhythm. Like uh, at at one stage, you were well settled and going on uh, on a right direction to win the series, uh, win the match, and then the series. Uh, David Miller, if you talk about him, uh, in last a couple of matches, he scored uh, 50 runs. Uh, do you Thank think you that he could have? Uh, in in last two matches, David Miller scored uh, half century. Uh, do you think he could have uh, made a difference for you guys had he played in this match also? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll never know. Um, look, uh, all of our RPL players are quality players. That's why they're actually in India playing in RPL. Um, so, as I said before, we knew that that um, the guys were leaving, um, and we had made arrangements for that. Um, the guys that came in knew that they were going to have to be playing in the last game, so they were prepared for that. Um, to, to say what if, um, who, who really knows? Um, the one thing I can say, which we probably did miss uh, today, um, and what's, what's been quite effective over the last three games, is that there's always been a short boundary. Um, and having left-handed, right-handed combination really does put bowling sides under pressure, as we saw with, with our bowlers today. So. Um, not having a left-hander um, in the top sort of six um, really is, is something that we need to look at and you know, something that, you know, you don't always want to play on on, on grounds where one, there's one short end, um, but it seems to be happening quite a lot in, in South Africa at the moment and it is something that we need to, to think about going forward is to, to find a couple of left-handers um, in, our, in our top six. Just Dick, followed by Nathan and we'll finish with Talbot. Hi, Mark. Commiserations on the loss. Unfortunately, it's uh, becoming a habit, and you've mentioned that on the uh, on the TV just a little while ago. You talked about conditions in South Africa. So, so this would be coming such, such as a blow. How do you recover uh, apart from just winning? How do you find the way to win where there have been positions where perhaps you could have done? Um, I think winning the big moments. Um, as I said, you when we when we're not having good sort of pockets in the game, we're having really bad. Uh, and I think that, that is where, I mean, today, you know, the last two overs, uh, I think it was over 40 runs scored. And if we can, we can keep that down to 25, then, you know, we're giving ourselves a better chance to, to win win the, the tight games. Um, you know, the other day, other day when we, we lost at, at Supersport Park, um, you know, we played probably 50% cricket, um, and we still had a chance of winning the game. You know, if we, we had been a lot better in the field, we probably would have won that game. So it's just little things that that uh, we need to shape up on. We, we need to play at a higher intensity. Um, we need to be maybe a little bit more desperate in the field, especially. Um, where usually we are very good. We, we're not that good at the moment. So a lot to work on. Um, you know, one or two of our senior players need to need to start winning games for us. Um, I know that they're trying really hard, um, but you know that's, that's just the way it is. Um, uh, senior players need to stand up um, at certain times in, in, in tough conditions and pressurized moments. And unfortunately, that's, um, that hasn't really been happening as often as what we wanted to happen. So they're aware of it um, and they'll keep trying. And, and very briefly, sorry, so, sorry, can uh, I have Sorry, to speak. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, um, we're just in a bit of a rush and press for time because of the COVID regulations. We are press for time after first match. Um, we'll go with Dennis, um, Nathan, and then we'll finish with Talbot. Mark, um, I just want to know what was on this little scrap of paper that Demba had, and it looked like you guys were also studying some piece of paper in the in the changing room. I was just wondering what was what was on that. Was it secrets or what was on that? It's just just targets. Um, targets when we bat. Sometimes when you chase a big total, to break it down into smaller pockets, um, just takes the the pressure off the batters out in the middle. They don't panic. 
um, and I think the same in in, um, in the bowling as well. I think we find that you know one of the things I've said now is is that we're not playing the the, the small pockets that well. Um, so if we set our bowlers targets uh, and and try to keep the, the the damage limit down, um, then you know we must do that because it gives them a little bit more focus over small the smaller sort of um, areas of our game. So nothing nothing into it really. It's it's just a, a guideline of, of where we are at and where we want to be in the, the short period of time. Nathan. Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, before the ODI, before the ODI series, I mentioned to Temba about Kafarena on his excellent performances in the domestic scene. He said he was identified by you guys and will be given an opportunity, and he performed today, right? Rightly so. Now, when is Sanda Magala's opportunity coming? He's been ex excellent as well in the domestic scene. Um, at the moment, we we'd like him to play. Um, he's there are fitness. Um, sort of criteria that, that need to be followed within within our setup, um, and there are no grey areas around that. Uh, so we're just waiting on a fitness test. So if he passes the fitness test, he'll play. Salford. How's it, Mark? Um, not many days before the T20 start, and of course you've got to go back to a bubble, and you've got injury, new injuries to consider. How do you stop? you know the squad and everybody concerned from just going my goodness this is this is an awful situation how do you stop the the, the negativity creeping in um i don't think there's any negativity i think it's a different squad um it is a young squad so the guys are all desperate for opportunities um you know it, it's not ideal having a couple of injuries but with injuries opportunities open and i know that there are quite a few very hungry guys in the in our T20 squad um, that, that would like to represent their country and, and see what it's all about at, at international level. So I think the, the energy with the youngsters there is is, is good. Um, now we'll have a good debrief after after tonight's game. We, we might have to look at keeping one or two guys um, over from our one-day international team. Uh, the things with the COVID bubbles is, is that um, if you have a look at the time span, be difficult to get guys in as replacements right now because you know with, with all the tests and all that type of stuff they'll only be ready probably to play in the last game so that doesn't really make sense to do that so we might have to keep one or two players over um, from our one-day team just to cover for the injuries that unfortunately we, we, we picked up um, over this, uh, this one-day series. Thanks very much everyone for joining us. I'll be sending the recording as soon as the Pakistan press is done um, and we'll also be sending an update to, or a team update um, during the course.
Sabeli kamala kumali bitwa Yewe na jabu Sabeli Kisho nawe lulu Sabeli Yemabu Sabeli Nawe nabu kumbu Sabeli Kosa wana kanu Sabeli Sabeli kamala kumali bitwa Sabeli Sabeli Come on, come on, let me try. 